Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It's a Sunday day in Chicago, and we got Chuck Berry on the radio, and so I'm good. <laughs> All's good in your world. Well, School I, days are not the way they were when you and I were going to school. And the past year has been so weird. We've talked about it often, how difficult it would be just in, as a parent, as a student. There's been so much chaos and so much confusion, especially in the past few weeks, and even more now, because last night, An appellate court came down with a ruling late last night and basically said, you know, you all, you school districts, come on, you can do what you want to do. The governor's not happy about that. Uh, He wants us to continue with mask mandates. Uh, Again, it's so hard, I would imagine, to make a decision for your own family and then have the courts or the governor tell you that what you're doing is wrong. Right now, we want to spend a couple minutes and talk with a superintendent of a pretty big school district. Kane Osborne joins us, and he is with School District 37. Kane, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Now, your district uh, 37, that's Wilmette. Uh, You include the new, uh, you do include Nutria High School, right? Well, we don't include Nutria. We send students to Nutria, so I appreciate oh. you saying we're a big district, but we, we're actually a small district in a big township, so we send students to Nutria High School. Okay. Um, a K-8 district, yes. Well, what did the decision do for you? Did it make your job easier? Did it make it harder? Or is it still confused? <laughs> well, I, I would tell you it's th- there are still confusing aspects to the legal process and what's developing between the the governor's office and the departments of public health and the courts there's still confusion out there i think the the ruling brings some more clarity but it's not a hundred percent clear if you read the order what what the details are of what districts can and cannot do Uh, but they did say pretty clearly that districts can kind of regulate things related to covid in their own districts so that does give us some clarity um, but the devil's in the details when you start talking about things uh, beyond masking, like quarantining and isolating and testing. A lot of those still need to be really clarified. But, um, you know, we're getting there. And uh, my district, my board approved last night a recommendation to go mask optional uh, starting next Tuesday. And so we're planning for that. And uh, also doing so because we see the COVID numbers coming down. We think the CDC is going to issue new guidance. The governor's indicated he's not going to have a mask mandate for schools. And so seeing that, we want to create some runway to to have that all in place. From your discussions with your board members, what were they using as their yardstick? Were they using medical information? Were they using legal information? Were they reacting to the feelings of people at your meetings? Or or what was the driving force behind their decision? I would say all of the above, right? Like as a democratically elected body, you know, they really need to listen to stakeholders, but also pay attention to what the public health science is saying, um, and to what the attorneys are saying about the best possible legal guidance. And, you know, the funny thing is, in each case, there's not unanimity in any one of those areas, uh, whether it's the public health guidance or the uh, 
my parent community or uh, the legal guidance is not, you know, there's no slam dunks there. So that's what makes it so challenging is they had to weigh each of them and determine what's going to be the best uh, for us to continue to create an environment that we believe is safe and supportive for our students and our staff. And so I think that's where we landed right now. But we're going to continue to monitor all of those things in the coming weeks uh, to make sure that we can continue to provide that safe and supportive environment. And, and because the rate things are changing, we just don't know what it'll look like for sure. And is it okay to say that for the parents that are listening in your district uh, 37, that even though they're not going to be required to send their kids off to school with a mask, that if the parent wants their child to wear that mask for whatever reason, that's a-okay? Oh, beyond a-okay. We fully support whatever choice a family's going to make about their child wearing a mask. And there's a host of reasons somebody might do that. Um, and same with our staff, too. And so we have to be fully supportive of that, because if we're going to be an inclusive community where we say everybody belongs, then we can't start making decisions about somebody belonging more or less because of that choice. Um, I have an amazing community that I serve, and I know that they're going to come together and support their kids and the teachers in whatever choice they decide to make regarding masks. As with most things in our lives these days, uh, there will probably be more legal actions. Uh, what is the next step as you see it? Uh, that's a that's a fantastic question. You know, it used to be that I just had to worry uh, or be honest that I didn't have a crystal ball with COVID. Now I don't have a crystal ball with the court and legal system either. Um you know, I don't have, I, I really don't know what the next steps are, but what I would hope is that from these rulings that have come down, that, that, our, that our state legislators and the governor are able to come up with something cohesive and forward thinking that gives us a clear set of guidelines over time um, to work with. Because with a host of ongoing executive orders and emergency rules and things like that, it becomes very hard to know. Uh, how to plan for the future. And so I think there is some work that can be done in that regard, but that takes people coming together. So that's what I really hope for our legislators and our politicians. And uh, speaking of the future, in the near future, then Tuesday, the students will not be required to be masked in District 37, correct? Mm -hmm. That's correct, yeah. And we'll start the day with students meeting with their advisories or their homeroom teachers, and our student services staff and our teachers have already created you know, materials and and kind of little steps that they can go through with the students to to make sure we're all on the same page and supporting each other before we start that first day back with mask optional. Um, And we think that's important that we all kind of start from the same place of supporting one another. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Good luck.